Hi, I'm Sinead Culbert. And I'm Sue Collins. And And this is Keeping Keeping Up Up With The Dirt Birds. A podcast for women who can't seem to get their shit together. This week on Keeping Up With The Dirt Birds, we'll be discussing Sinead's new sexy electric bed. Sue's newfound assertiveness, although one might call it explosive aggression and extreme rage. And we'll also be discussing when you drip too hard. What the hell does that mean? I have no idea. What? Hmm. Yes, so I have an electric bed. It's official, I'm old. You'll have to explain that. (laughs) Well, I will explain, but it's not sexy. (laughs) It's really not sexy. I have acid reflux. Sexy. Everything about you. Yeah, I got it during the summer and look, I was putting on these um, antacid pills, blah, blah, blah. And the consultant said, raise the head of your bed 20 centimetres. I mean... Do, do they think what? these things through? Like, what? Are, how are you? Sorry, Esther, you're going to ask Can me Can I just something. say, if Anne Summers or anyone from the marketing team wants to sponsor the podcast, there are <laughs> opportunities available. So just... We're acid so reflux sexy. can be sexy. Yeah. We'll <laughs> so get sponsored by the Nexium. Yeah. Sponsored by Nexium. But basically, <laughs> he said... 10 centimetres to to hike up your bed. Like, how do you do that? So my husband, because as you know, is Dutch, and so he said, this is not a problem. And he got these wooden blocks, wooden blocks, and put them under the top of the I bed. I can see him with the ruler and the, and the tape the measure. Bed. She saw the way. So it, anyway, like it didn't work. on blocks. Well, we were both yeah. kind of, you know what I mean, trying to get into the bed without knocking over these blocks. Anyway, it was all a disaster. So I said, that's it. I'm getting myself an electric bed, right? Now, before anyone judges me and thinks I'm an AOP, can I just say the Kardashians have electric beds? Oh, do they? Yes, they do. Interesting. It's very good for your They're back. looking good on it too. Yes, an amazing sleep. So what I, what I, anyway, I, I got my electric bed and the idea is that I have to be sort of 20 centimetres higher than my feet. My head has to be. I mean, it's so sexy. As you can imagine, my husband's going, that's her. That's the girl I married. <laughs> she, I, can wear whatever, um, I can wear whatever on summers. Uh, when he was walking up the aisle, he didn't realise. <laughs> Cut to. He didn't realise. Yeah. Sinead in her 40s will have acid reflux. <laughs> right here. Right here. Can you, can you lower no, it down for listen, me? Listen, can I just say it's a very beautiful big bed and we both have these sort of individual beds with our own remote controls, right, <laughs> oh that go God. up and down. Right, but listen, here's the thing. I was going, oh, what is coming? <laughs> what has my life come to? But here's the thing. It's incredibly comfortable and it acts as just one bed. But if you do want to move the individual <laughs> bed, you can move them. So yeah. I was kind of seeing myself in Kardashian light. I wasn't going to go down there. Oh, no, it's over. Mm-hmm. I was going, you can still have a sex life, Sinead. You can still have a good marriage. OK, you can't lie in the flat of your back for too long. But, <laughs> but you uh, could explore the positions. Uh, Sorry, I have to say it. Go on. <laughs> anyway, my point is that I was in the electric bed and I, by the way, found the fantastic position, which is the uh, zero gravity position. This is, where we're sp- this is the way we are supposed to all sleep, by the way. Okay. Ooh. Your head should be should not be flat. You should have your head and pillows don't do it. FYI, you should have your head about six or seven centimetres up and your feet a few centimetres up and then your kind, your spine is kind of, uh, the stress is taken off the spine. So that's the best way. And the lady who sold me the bed told me that all the orthopaedic surgeons 
buy their beds in there. Now, I think she was just trying to make me feel better. <laughs> Laying it all thick there. <laughs> no, but anyway, so I feel fantastic. But I'm lying in the bed there the other night, but this is the, con- and I was feeling sorry for myself going, has it come to this as I pressed my little <laughs> remote control and moved myself up in the bed? And then my beautiful husband was asleep beside me and he started, which he does every night, snoring his fucking head off. And then I took his remote control. <laughs> and I was like, Clint Eastwood, wah, 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 wah. And I pressed his button and he went up, still asleep. Still asleep, never woke. Snoring stop. I've had no snoring in my house since. Can I just say you are you have now sold another thirty beds, not from acid reflux. It's just wives going. I want one of them. I got because I'm wrecked. Last night I got that whole thing where um, I don't know. Does we hear you this? He does that. Venom does this thing where he's snoring right, and then he just stops. He just stops. (laughs) It's literally gone. (laughs) Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's nothing like for ages. You're literally looking at your watch going, what? And then he'll finally do what he did last night was that thing of when he actually, get, you know, when the breath, when the body realises that, you know, they're they're dying. Um, he just goes. <laughs> this is what I have in my life. And then I'm going, oh, oh, shite, he's alive. Yeah. So, but, but, but I, I, I'm Electric getting. Electric bed for you. Then. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sleeping is, I'm a light sleeper. I mean, it's very annoying. I'm a good sleeper, but I'm a light sleeper. So like if a leaf passes my window, I jump up in the bed and go, what is that? Whereas there could be literally a volcanic eruption and we're here and sleep through it. So I, 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 I'm envious of people who are heavy, heavy sleepers. Oh, so, but I'm in, yeah, I used to be, but the last few years, um, I've suffered, I wake up at about three or four in the morning and literally roaming around the house. I'm roaming around the house talking to the dog, uh, going, looking for drama. I'm looking for something to happen. I'm literally going, oh, burglars, come in now because you won't be expecting me to be up. In my in dress my and gowns with a chamomile tea. Ah, yeah, to set the dog in you. That's a deterrent. You with chamomile tea. That'll put anyone off. But question, Sue. I gave Sue, by the way, Chinese herbs because oh, I was yes. getting, going to a very good acupuncturist and I and I got them. We don't actually know what's in these. I just We keep... haven't a clue, but I tell you what, I've been on them for the last three nights. And you're sleeping. And I'm sleeping. She Have keeps you, handing me, she keeps night? handing me little bottles of pills. I'll say there's something wrong with me and she'll go, I have something for you. And Just she'll open her bag. And then I'll say, don't got, Google it because it's, it's rat poison. Well, I can't because <laughs> it's got Chinese writing on it. It's, it's, I don't know what it is. Sue it keeps breaking down crying. Can I just say? Uh, Tell them. What's wrong? It's, it's, I, yeah. My baby's 18. Oh, on Monday. Yes. Yeah. So uh, he's 18. No, it, I don't know. I never thought I was that kind of mother. I always thought I was neglectful. Negligent. And, yeah. 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 Turns out you have a heart. <laughs> turns out. No. Turns out I have a heart. I, I. Yeah, I've gotten really emotional about it. Every time somebody <laughs> mentions 18, sorry, that'll be 18 euro, please. <laughs> sorry, does the number 18 go by here? <laughs> don't say it. Yeah, but I mean, I think that's normal. It's a big a thing. Big thing. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, can drink is. legally. And uh, and going to worry. That's a worry. And he just legally. Yeah, Yeah. he's in love. He he can drink legally. Mm -hmm. Um, But he's going nowhere, so he'll be there till he's fifty. He'll be there living in your house till he's fifty-six. That's the problem. And then he might get a house. I think. I think they're all. They're all. They're all quite close in age, right? So I think that there were little milestones. You kind of go, oh, fifteen already. But then you do two. 
younger ones can yeah. go, oh, I'm still in, in tween land. Now they're all, you know, because the younger ones are going on for 15. So they're, so yeah. it's, it's all, it's all bye. It's, but they're it's, going it's, nowhere. They're I don't going know nowhere. Yeah. Well, going no, nowhere. they're they're emotionally they're ah, they're going somewhere. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. don't want to. They don't want to to stop. I'm going to get all emotional oh, now. Ah, I'm gone. Don't get emotional. I'm gone. I cry anyway. Sponsored just, by Kleenex. I don't what? know. Do you, Esther? I'm a very emotional person. Anyway, I cry all the time. My ten year old son sits beside me during movies and looks at the side of my face yeah. and goes. Your eyes look very glassy, Mammy, again. Because <laughs> I just cry at everything all the time. Yeah, Even so like I. Ulster Bank ads, like I was crying the other day because they're closing down. Yeah. That affected me. Yeah, God I cry at all staff. sorts of shit. I, know. I cry at everything. Yeah. But I think, you know, it's nothing to be ashamed of, is it? Maybe it's a disability. Uh, no. Maybe in a couple of years you'll have a little card. This is a whinger. <laughs> I, I yeah. this person cannot carry out a conversation without be on your headstone. She was very emotional. Christmas is a difficult time for wingers like me. Yeah. Because any song will set me off. Yeah. Even on the way here to the podcast. And so this is Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sure. I saw a little Christmas decoration at the bottom of the bag made by one of them when they were about ah, five. And gone. gone. Ah, gone. Sitting in a heap. Amongst the tinsel, sobbing my heart and out. And when they actually gave you that at the time, you were too stressed to even look at it. Yeah. Going, oh, yeah. this is a piece of shit. <laughs> now I'm going, look at the little googly, goggly yeah. eyes on it. <laughs> so one positive of, of your children getting to uh, a certain age is, uh, as in 16, 17, is they can get jobs. So my lads are working in Neary's, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's very, I think it's and very they love important. It. it is, isn't it's it? brilliant. I had loads of jobs when oh, I was did you? young. Yeah, did you? I yeah. had, I, I worked as a nanny in, in the States, in San Francisco. Oh, yeah, yes, in LA. I yes, I did. Um, they call me Cinead or Sadie. <laughs> Even though Sinead O'Connor was well and truly about the place. No, no. Cinead. 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 And um, <clears throat> it wasn't a good place to do childcare, actually, because San Francisco, as you know, has streets like that. So I'd be like, just taking the child for a walk. <laughs> Going up there, you know, and they did share care. So I would like, I'd, uh, I'd have a double stroller and I would walk with my double stroller and I'd have two two children in there and they at that time they still do but at that time the, the American thing was to call your child apple or sunleaf or summer mm-hmm. or you know pebble pebble and then they used to this was this was the truth and this was what really confused me they called their dogs human names mm. like Jack and Suzanne Richard Bernard and Richard and that was very confusing for an Irish nanny because you'd be like <laughs> Take Pebble to the park, leave Richard outside in the garden. I'd be like, okay. <laughs> so call the cops. But um, anyway, uh, after I got fired from that job, <laughs> I, uh, oh, and you know what I used to find very interesting is when, um, whenever I w- was with the children in the park, you'd see they, Americans do chat each other up everywhere. Don't they? That's Just remarkable. kind of like at the drop of a hat. They don't, it doesn't have to be. An, yeah, I know. I Does remember, that still go on? Yeah, well, I mean, it did back then. You're talking in the 90s. But I remember looking at being in this park and this guy was walking his dog and this woman was walking her dog. And they didn't know each other because I remember they were bo- both fabulous looking. You know, the American great white teeth, big smile. Amazing. Great body. And then he just kind of approached her and went, hi. And she went, hi. And he went, would you like to have dinner with me sometime? (laughs) Mm. That was it. And she went, oh, yeah, why not? If that happened in this country, you'd call the guards. Yeah. Wouldn't you? 
Yeah. You'd be like, hello, what? I'm in Phoenix Park. Yeah. And well, some especially before Tinder and, and all that kind of stuff. We think it's normal. It's much safer to go home at someone at two o'clock in the morning when you're so drunk you <laughs> yeah. can't see whether they're male or female. That's safe. That's normal. Because you're drunk. Yeah. The way you meet someone is in a nightclub or in a pub, hammered. Don't come near me sober. At 11 o'clock weird. in the morning. You're hey, a murderer. You're if a you murderer. Come with... You're a weirdo if you're and coming up to me do you know, sober. Do you know what he did? He <laughs> asked me to go for, for a coffee. Oh, for a coffee. Well, that's very suspicious, isn't it? What? A coffee at oh. 11 o'clock. That's when I knew he was a serial killer. Why doesn't he drink? That's what I'd like to know. Oh, yeah. There's something weird about him. Oh yeah, it's so Irish, isn't it? I taught English as a foreign language as well. Did you? Oh, we both did actually. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We did. And I, I taught it in Ireland. Okay. Yeah. Um, and you, it was difficult because I had a lot of Chinese students who were brilliant at grammar. Mm. They were superb at grammar, but their focus, so you couldn't get away with anything because I never knew my grammar. Yeah. You'd have Murphy's grammar book underneath the desk. Mm. Yeah. And you'd be going, fucking phrasal verb. Oh, fuck off is a mm. phrasal verb. <laughs> Actually, it is, by the yeah. way. Well, we used to do the same, but we, when we were in, uh, so I lived, taught, taught English in Barcelona, modern day teaching. So we were told that back in the day you did a five day TEFL course mm. seriously for 70 quid got your TEFL cert and went off and taught for quite a lot of money we were paid a lot of money mm. yeah um, but you, you didn't have a degree to do it here you know to teach English She's just getting it. Did no, you hear I that? Not. I see no, it. I, Did I you, you uh, not noticed it? Yeah. She just had I, I to just understand. I don't understand why that hurdle. is though. When you think Use of it, use the D word. I don't uh, have a stop, degree. Uh, stop! 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 I went. <laughs> I did go to drama college, which was called the Dublin School I of, of Acting. I was saying that. What I was saying was, I wonder why it is that you're. What difference does it make if you're teaching in Barcelona or if you're teaching here? If they're Spanish. Well, basically the style of teaching, what happened was we were, t- we had a c- our college, right? And then we were drafted out to the businesses. Ah. So the businesses at that stage, it was, um, there was a kind of, there was a lot of money around. There was there was a lot of money in these, and they the business paid for your English classes. So basically they were, they were free for people. So we'd arrive, I would arrive for a one-on-one and, you know, Carlos would say, ah, Suzanne, it's lovely to see you. Just take a little magazine there and perhaps you'd like a little coffee. I have to just go into this Oh meeting. my God, so you were left just relaxing Le- reading magazines. Relaxing, reading magazines just not teaching. for an hour because Brilliant. the company were paying for his <gasps> English class. And he'd no interest. Not at all. That's a dream, dream. job. Yeah. yeah. Was Carlos um, good looking is the question. Yeah. But there you go. <laughs> so you've got eye candy and a magazine yeah. and you don't have to teach and you're getting paid for it. Yeah. That's a dream job. It was great. It was great yeah. fun. Absolutely. I had uh, an Italian, this uh, Italian class once and they were obsessed with you 2 So I used to teach them English through songs. That's what I used to spend the day doing. It, But I remember one of them was going, I love this uh, song by you 2 uh, one. One, Mm. the song one. And I said, yeah, 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 that's fine. I can't remember what his name was. And I said, yeah, 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 that's fine. Uh, Do you you want to sing it there yourself? But it was the funniest thing I ever heard because he went, yes, I would. I would love it, Sinead. Did you come here for the Guinness? (laughs) Did you come here for the bread? That's what he thought that. Did you come here for forgiveness? <laughs> was did you come here for the Guinness? And I just thought I'd love to write to Bono and let him know that. I'd say he'd get a bit of a laugh out I of that. I think Bono, you should rewrite that song. <laughs> did you come here for forgiveness? No, I came for the Guinness. 
That's what Italy thinks those lyrics are. You thought they were deep? <laughs> no, they're about Guinness. <laughs> How about the charcuterie board? <laughs> There's one here to my left. Wow, but you know why Bono was so obsessed with me? Into cheese and meat, yeah. <laughs> Because I did the I did the Tefl. Oh, did thing you as well? well. Yeah, oh, like everyone did it. When you're yeah. like, what am I going to do? My life? Yeah. So yeah. Then you see the, but like, it was like, what's that? What's the present continuous? <laughs> I'm just going to let me just and you'd be like, oh, and no student wants to hear. You don't want to hear the teacher go, oh, that makes sense. Okay, I'll tell you what it is now. Okay, so yeah, and yet, but that was just like, and then someone will go, uh, okay, and what is the past perfect continuous? And you'll go, now you're just taking the piss yeah. right there, and then you just right? Go, Fire! Because we don't get no. uh, talk grammar. Then the name of the grammatical terms in school, you're just taught mm. that's not good grammar. It's drilled into mm. you, but nobody says this is a phrasal verb. I remember teaching these Italians um, colloquial, these colloquial expressions, you know, and they, it was an old book. They, the school hadn't really invested in, in, in new books and there was this and old. Or else, I don't know, this, whoever uh, the editor were, was, but the expressions were to get on like a house on fire, which we do kind of use. Yeah. But I remember this Italian guy kind of going, the we get on like a house on fire. What does this mean? And I said, well, what do you think it means? And he went, well, you know, explosive, uh, <laughs> aggressive mm. relationship, toxic, toxic relationship, bad, bad. I was going, no, actually, no. That means, <laughs> that means you really like each other. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why that means that. You know, so when yeah. you think of the expressions, they're odd. And they're like paying 1,800 euro a minute to do this class. And you're just like... <laughs> That's but come here, you know, uh, last, the last, I think it was last week or the week before, we asked for some stories about how your children oh, yeah. embarrass you. It was um, very funny. The, some we, of the stuff. we just keep getting these stories in. It's remarkable. <laughs> People are just, you know, they feel it's a safe space to share mm-hmm. how much their kids keep humiliating them in public. So we've one here from Debbie. She said, at a funeral with my son, who was then age three. It's always around three. Three or four, yeah. Three or four or five. What ages or what ages are your kids? Four and a half. There you go. So at a funeral with my son, who was then age three, as the coffin was carried up the aisle of the church, he asked, what's in the box? (laughs) 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 What's in the box, right? I tried to shush him. (laughs) This really made me laugh. I tried to shush him, but he amplified the question. I said, what's in the box? Everybody was turning around to see who was at. <laughs> and he was, she said he was, she was carrying him out of the church oh, and he was stop. screaming at the top of his voice. Oh. All I wanted to know, mommy, was what's in the box? Oh, brilliant. That's a great story. Oh, uh, that's Dirt Bird of the Week. Oh, that's Dirt Bird of the Week. Ah, that's Dirt Bird of the Week, Debbie. We got our Dirt Bird of the Debbie, Week. Debbie, you get two to, tickets. You get two tickets to the Olympia. This made me laugh as well. This is another one from Margaret. I thought this was a really cute story. She says, at church, oh, so she, she, first of all, she prefaces it by saying that she lives 
right beside the church, right? So she said, I was at church one Sunday. There was a bit of a racket going on at the back and it was my five-year-old son looking for me on his tractor and he trundled the whole way down the aisle. <laughs> oh, brilliant. That's so cute. That's cute. On his tractor going, my mammy's in here. My mammy's in here. Where is she? <laughs> and it, and he wouldn't go. He wouldn't go. So she'd take, get up out of her seat and is sort of, you know. Lift the tiny farmer. Lift the tiny farmer. <laughs> Out of the church. That's brilliant. My my sister years ago um, was asked, about age six, was asked to draw a typical family scene. <laughs> I remember this. And talking about me and my dressing gown, she drew a picture of my mother in her dressing gown walking up the stairs with a glass of red wine. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd say that Shame. was... Uh, yeah. Uh, no, there's loads of them here. But listen, keep up, keep sending us your yes, stories please. because this can be an ongoing thing. There's so many people sending us in stories about how their children embarrass them in public or humiliate yes, them. Yes, you can leave voice notes uh, actually. Yeah, so if you want to get in touch via WhatsApp, leave that voice message 089-495-1256 or you can email podcast at dirtbirds.net. Yes, keep them coming because they're hilarious. Ah, they're great crack and they give me and Sue a lift because we realise, yeah, it's not only us that have, haven't got our <laughs> shit together. <laughs> What ruffled your feathers this week? <laughs> I was laughing. I saw Eva Longoria on Instagram. Okay. And she puts pictures of herself. Yeah. Show up for yourself. Mm-hmm. What does that caption. mean? Well, it was her standing at a yoga mat doing her yoga. Showing up. Showing up for herself. And in the background, you could just see her infinity pool. Yeah. And her, you know what I mean? There was a mountain and beautiful infinity pool. So I showed up for myself this morning. But How all did you that could go? see was my brown bin in the garden. That's all you could see. Yeah. That was what was in the background. So me. you showed up for yourself. I showed up for myself at five and I... And at five past, I gave mm-hmm. up. <laughs> at five, you left. At, at five past, I said, I'm not going to show up for you anymore. No, at I'm this going hour. I'm to bed. Yes, I'm stop wrecked. it. So that was my, you did a bit of yoga, didn't I you? I did yoga. Yeah, I did outdoor yoga. Oh, I was the same. I thought I was in, you know what I mean, Nepal on a mountain. I was actually in Oscar Square in Dublin 8 during COVID with a oh, yoga was teacher. that during COVID? That wasn't this year, was it not? No, it was outdoor. But I honestly thought, knew me, this is it. Even during the winter months, I'll do outdoor yet. No. no yeah, so that's weeks. all gone. So yeah. you're not doing the yoga anymore. It's a New Year's resolution that I will show up for myself. <laughs> so did you two have a little Christmas party for the Dirtbirds at Deux? We did. Um, not too many people showed up, just two people. It was lame, actually, because we were going, <laughs> here the two of us were talking about it. When it we was were, ridiculous. Before one of our gigs, we were going, you know what we're going to do? We're going to go out and treat ourselves. And we're going we to go out, out. We're going to go out, out. We're going to get clammed up. We're going to get chatted up. dancing. There'll be shots of, you know, a barman's arses. It's, yeah. it's, it's all going to be cool. It's all going to be so Cut cool. Cut to us sitting, the two of us on our own on a Monday afternoon. In an lads pub. In an lads pub, having two pints of Guinness going, I'm right. Do you wrecked? Yeah, I'm let's wrecked. go home. Let's go home. I swear on my life. That's true. Two pints of Guinness each and went home. Yeah, my husband came to collect <laughs> me and went, that's pathetic. That's what he said to me. Said, Is that, that it? Was that your Christmas party? Mm. Actually, Phelan was... said the same. He went, are you guys not doing a Christmas party? <laughs> I told ah. him. And he went, well, we have to do what? An, we have to do another one then, some sort of a New Year's Eve thing. Yeah. Sick of we looking will. at each other. That's the truth. Yeah. <laughs> 
the end of the year. It's the end of the year, a year in review. We have to date performed how many shows, Sue? 75. 75 shows. 75 oh, no, gigs. Oh, no, you didn't, girlfriend. We loved it. I have to say, it I was, know. It was brilliant. It was absolutely brilliant. Just hordes of glamorous women pissed, laughing <laughs> out, different generations of women all together. Yeah. It was wonderful, wasn't it? I'd love to know how many women we've performed. Actually, we must oh do the stats my God. on that. We're here, my Dutch we're husband would be able Dutch to guy, tell me. The Dutch guy will calculate, write down to the yes. exact detail. You have performed to <laughs> sixty thousand. Seventy-three Sagittarians attended your gig <laughs> in Navin, and with their moon was rising in uh, Osaurus, whatever that means. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're here, the man. Uh, so yeah, but we're very grateful. I have to say, and I would like to take this opportunity to say a big thank you to everyone who's come out to see us because we love it. We love performing and we love the atmosphere. Something very special happens, doesn't it, Sue, when all those women get together? I yeah. mean, alcoholism. Yes, Alcohol. But aside from that. <laughs> no, it does. It's been brilliant. It's been amazing. And the love, we can f- we feel the love. Yeah, but also it's just such, it's, it's, it's such a joy for us to see so many people having a good time. So, yeah. so we've got more dates in, uh, oh, we've got our big Olympia run coming yeah, up. Yeah, we've got the 10th to the 14th of January in the Olympia. We've got Athen Rye. We've got Castle Bar. We've oh, got, Castle Bar. We've got 11 Kells. gigs in January. We've got so Plain. We've got we better, Drauda, yeah. We've got We're Everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, so just check it out on dirtbirds.net and you can see everything there. Yeah. So the end of another podcast and the end of the year. The end of the year. And oh. we have loved doing these podcasts. Oh my God, they've been brilliant. Yeah, and thank you so much for everyone who's listened to us. And uh, you can follow us if you want to see some of our sketches on Facebook, Facebook Instagram, YouTube, YouTube TikTok. TikTok. Because we're young. Yeah. And um, we look forward to seeing you in the new year. Yes. Have a lovely break and happy Christmas and happy new year. Bye. Bye. Bye.